Hey friends, and welcome to the Talk Podcast. We believe that all change starts with a conversation, a talk that sparks an idea, convicts or creates a movement. The talk seeks to foster real, relatable, and relevant conversations that not only challenge, equip, and empower its listeners to be agent of change. As an extension of joy of it, we look to find points of intersection in a divided world. No topic is off limits, and all people and opinions are welcome. We believe we represent Jesus best together, acknowledging all voices and talking through those things that disrupt our unity. When we are united, we can do great things, and it all starts with a talk. Welcome to the table. So welcome to the Talk Podcast. And today I have two of my really good friends joining me, Connie Armerding and Marcella Chiromo, Dr. Marcella Chiromo. And I'm so thrilled that they are here to talk um, to me today and to you all, I shouldn't say to me, to us, about social emotional learning, but the core competency of self-awareness and how self-awareness can aid us in our identity development and having mutually beneficial conversations. So before we get in, welcome ladies. Hey Ash, good to be here. Thanks. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you liked your coffees. It was amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty good coffee. I had a coffee as well. And Americano is the way to go. Although I did make fun of Connie for getting a extra hot soy chai. chai. And there's nothing wrong for all you people who out there who like soy chais. There's nothing wrong with getting (laughs) a soy chai. My special drink and it's a special day. So I thought, hey. And even though the sun is out, it's still pretty chilly here in the Northwest, in Portland, Oregon, where we we are. Um, The sun is out, but it still feels like winter. And I've been freezing all week. I'm ready for it to warm up. Me too. I'm ready for it for a different summer, a different season. Speaking of different seasons, we are in a different season of just kind of our our world, our our lives here is where we've exited out of 2020, entered into 2021. And I would love to hear as you guys introduce yourselves, maybe something that you learned from 2020 that you are taking into 2021. All right. Well, I'm Connie. Thanks for having me, Ash. Yeah. Fun to be here. Um, I am uh, on the Joy of It team. I work as a content developer and I'm also part of the Frenzy team as a curriculum writer. And I am a mom of four kids, been married to my husband for 18 years. And currently, I'm also a student. I'm in grad school. So, one more year of my grad program. And I also, I, I love the church. So I'm connected to my local church in Northeast Portland, alongside his church and serve on the pastoral team there as a lay pastor and part of the preaching team. Okay. Why don't I'm going to toss it to you, Marcella, and then I got to think about my answer. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, think, <laughs> Ready? Think about love. that. Um, <laughs> thanks for having me, Ash. I'm, You're welcome. I'm glad to be here to talk about this amazing topic. Um, my name is Marcella Chiromo. I on the joy of it team i write curriculum like connie and on the frenzy team i also write curriculum and do uh, professional development i am a single woman me too (laughs) come on single club yeah yeah single but do desire to be in a relationship desire to be in a relationship but waiting on what god has for me so um we're here today (laughs) Amen. Girl. Um, and ahead, that's who it. I am. I also, outside of that, I I work in the psychology field. Um, I love studying behavior. I love bringing in culture into studying behavior. And um, and yeah, 
That's awesome. And I don't even know if I've told you guys, I'm, I'm a part of the Joy of It team as well. I'm also a local pastor here in Portland, Oregon. And again, I'm the host of the Talk podcast. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing here today with these lovely ladies. But don't think you guys got to answer my question about 2020 yeah, carrying yeah. a lesson over into 2021. I, I, I'll go because uh, I've, I've thought about it a lot. Um, you know, 2020 has been like um, an interesting year. There are definitely challenges, but out of those challenges, I think came a lot of good stuff as well. So for me, something that I'm taking into 2021 from 2020 is consistent reflection mm. on myself. I think it's easy to look at others and to point out what others need to do and how they do it and forget about how I'm doing it and how it impacts the people around me. So that's something that I've been trying to do this year uh, more of is really do self-reflection. And it's it's really good because it just kind of takes the weight off what's going on around us where we are noticing that we don't have much control over other people and the things that are going on around us, but we do have control over ourselves. And yeah, I've been really working on that and trying to take a step back and do self-reflections. That's mm. awesome. Thanks. So good. Mine kind of goes along with that. I'm just such a visual person. So I always just mm-hmm. think of, of things in a sort of picture form. So uh, imagine a, a glass of water that's clear and it's you know, water is clear most of the time, <laughs> you know, just in case your dirty water, your dirty water, water. Dirty. Um, but a glass of water that's still. And, um, and so it, then it does appear clear because it's not, there's no movement, but when something comes and shakes that, like if, if there is sediment at the, if there's anything that has like settled at the bottom and hasn't, isn't exposed because uh, because of the stillness and maybe the peace around around it, you don't notice it. But when shaking comes, if there's something lying dormant, mm. it rises to the surface. And so I feel like for me, 2020 did that. You know, along with what you were saying, Marcella, I think self-reflection, I think I have a choice. I can see these things now and either I can try to ignore them and just hope for them to settle mm. or I can do the work to try to remove the things that are there. So they don't just Mm. settle again, but that it actually is an exercise of owning my story, Mm. the past, the things maybe that settled and then the present. So I don't carry that into the future. So I think just seeing, I mean, so many people before 2020, the year of clarity, you know, and I think that's true. Maybe not the way we thought. I think it's been a time to look at our own lives because we have the world around us did shut down. And so the ways I think that I ran from myself and or to feel important or significant learning, I think those are drivers for me. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I, if I don't feel that that's coming from what's within me mm-hmm. and I'm looking for affirmation outside of yeah. that, you know, yeah, that was an opportunity for me to see like, there's been a lot of stuff that's dormant and coming to the surface. So I think with really specifically good. with self-awareness, yeah, it's like doing having the courage to say, okay, I'm going to, I see that and I'm actually going to look at it. I'm not going to turn away. I'm going to look at it and then hopefully do the work of removing that. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's, that's really good. Both of what you all shared is, is like, I think keep components to self-awareness mm-hmm. and something that I've been thinking through during this whole time is, you know, people did go into 2020 saying, you know, 2020 clarity, right. you know, vision. And, and I do feel like it did give us a lot mm-hmm. of vision really um, and <laughs> gave right. us a lot of vision <laughs> about the world around yeah. us mm-hmm. yep. um, and continues to give us vision just, just about our ourselves. And, and the question being like, are you willing to see it? Right. Are you willing to right. see what God is trying to show you, what friends are trying mm-hmm. to tell you right. about yourselves and something for me that I'm carrying into 2021, which touches on both of the things that you guys said is in order to, I feel like reflect and, and do the things I need to do to become more self-aware. I have to not be afraid to set boundaries right? Yeah. so right. that I can process and yep. think through things and just not fill my life 
full of busyness, which is going to be the temptation as the world starts to open back up. We start to travel more. We start to work like we used to work Mm -hmm. and different things happen. And the first thing that's going to go is like, okay, busyness surrounds my life. There's no time to process or think Mm -hmm. through anything. Mm -hmm. And we'll Mm -hmm. kind of use that busyness as a scapegoat. Right. You know, I didn't have time to think about that. I don't have time to do these things. Right. So we just have to be really mindful of, of that. And as you guys are probably guessing, we're going to be talking, as I said before, about self-awareness and those two things lead us into just what is self-awareness, you know? So can you guys, from your own perspective, how would you define, I know both of you could probably give me the technical definition marcella maybe it would be good to have she's like doctor she's like what i mean she's a doctor when you yeah. have a, a friend that is a doctor i mean she can get technical maybe there is a a technical definition for self-awareness or just describe it in in your own words self self-awareness is the ability to look at yourself mm. and to be aware of the things like how you're feeling, what your thoughts are, how you respond to certain things, what your triggers are. Those are all things that are part of being self-aware. You know these things about yourself. And um, there are different ways to go about doing it, but I would say those are the, like, that's the sort of the gist of what um, self-awareness is. Yeah, yeah. This may be a, a dumb question, but how does someone know that they need to become more self-aware like does that make sense like yeah well i i think it's it's safe to assume that we all yes need to oh wait we all all need self-awareness oh good good (laughs) if you don't think you need it you're probably in a really bad category yeah oh (laughs) yes um i think it's I think also it has to do with sort of what we were talking about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the term that you use about running away from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we oftentimes do that in different ways when somebody gives feedback, maybe yeah. gives you feedback about something. Uh, we turn, we tend to be like, oh, no, that's not me when that could be, you know? Mm-hmm. And unless you're like actively taking a step back and reflecting the way that we learn about mm-hmm. ourselves is in relationship mm-hmm. with other people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. It makes me think, I'm sure in weeks to come, you'll be talking more about social emotional learning. I mean, what that looks like. There's, yeah. there's five, yeah. there's five core yeah, competencies. We're going to be talking about all of those. Yeah. Um, so this one, just say it's like, it's the tip of the spear or it's the gateway to be able to access the other ones. I think mm-hmm. if there's an unwillingness to look internally to I- identify why you feel the way you feel, why you feel the way you feel, then it, um, then it, it, it limits what, what could come after. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I think it is, it's the first step. It's a really important step. And it's probably, I would say maybe the scariest one yes, because really we tell, we tell ourselves truths about ourselves and that might not be true. Yes, <laughs> true. Um, because that's how we show up in the world, but w- taking the step to, to, do the work of self-awareness means that you're probably going to disrupt the narrative that maybe you've created around your life. But it's like, do you want something that's untrue that you feel protected in? Or do you want to actually know how you're showing up people around you and what's motivating your actions and thoughts, behaviors, or what's underneath? Yeah. yeah it makes me think of like a glacier that's underneath the water. You see the tip, but there's mm. so much more. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Do you, do we want to live in a place that's really small and, you pretend it's safe. I don't think it's really safe. We pretend yeah, it's safe there. Yeah, yeah. Or do we want to have a larger understanding of, of what's going on in our own stories, owning our own stories? Cause I think once we do that, then we can enter in to the work of holding other people's stories, Yeah, but it has to start with us. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, I think, yeah. One of the things that I really love about becoming more self-aware is that you are able to once you start learning about yourself, your own blind spots, your own biases, your own prejudice, and we all have them. Right. As right. Marcella was saying, like everybody needs to become more 
self-aware about just what they don't know. None of us are perfect people. But when we start uncovering some of those things, it allows us to, I think, humbly walk into other relationships Mm -hmm. and to be able to sit with someone and openly admit, like, I don't know all of these things. Like I can hear, I can hear your perspective and not be so quick to kind of prove you wrong because I'm thinking that the, what's right is the way that I've grown up or the way that I've seen things or the way that I've learned things. And right now I do feel like that's part of the issue with our world Mm -hmm. is that we're holding, holding, holding our beliefs and this isn't saying that some beliefs aren't worth holding. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely not saying that, but holding our beliefs so close that we're not willing to see anything else. And it, mm-hmm. it hinders our learning and it hinders our growth and it hinders our ability to have conversations. Exactly. I think uh, we're, we're talking about 2020 and what we're bringing into 2021. Um, self-awareness is one of the big things like I think you think of your value system right what do you value Mm. right I think for me what I noticed is like I actually value friendships and family I'm an introvert so being able to like stay stay home (laughs) like that was stay at home was good was actually fulfilling for me yeah but then what I learned was that that doesn't mean that I don't desire relationships Mm -hmm. and don't want to be around people that are important to me Mm. in the chaos of 2020 self-awareness whether we wanted to do it or not really was what we saw right Mm -hmm. is what do I value do I value my job so much more than I do maybe my family do I value dressing up you know it's interesting you think about how the fashion just changed too right everybody's Mm -hmm. now wearing like loungewear that was perfect for me because Come I'm on. like I, me that's too. Soft, I, soft clothes <laughs> they're my favorite yeah comfort comfort yeah. I love that so you just get to see how self-awareness really plays a big part yeah and I, I think you Marcella you touched on something that um I definitely want our listeners to kind of take hold of if you're just starting maybe just beginning this journey of becoming more self-aware intentionally, not having it thrust upon you, but (laughs) intentionally trying to become more self-aware. Something that Marcella mentioned was just asking yourself the question, what do you value? What do you value? And writing that down because ultimately that does kind of dictate how you respond to certain things like if you have a high value for relationships and for friendships like you better believe that is going to dictate how you respond to people around you so thanks for thanks for saying that and I think of you know with with self-awareness as well you know there are probably people who are feeling tired I guess Mm -hmm. I know I'm myself I'm I'm tired of becoming more self-aware and doing this exploration of self. So what would you guys recommend as far as like health and continuing the journey of becoming more self-aware? Like, is it okay to pause? Is it okay to take breaks? Like, what does that look like? How do people do this on a regular basis and also sustain their mental health? Great question. I think part of this is an ongoing self-awareness is an ongoing process. We're constantly learning about ourselves. Right. And I think that once it's the perspective that we take when it comes to self-awareness that we, it's not like, um, there's so much pressure on it. Like, Oh, I'm now being, I'm, I'm reflecting and I'm becoming self-aware. I think it's 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 less of like thinking of it that way and more of something is part of us. It's part of life, right? There are different ways that we self-reflect, whether it's journaling is a great way to do that. If you have a practice where you journal, it's not so it's just free flow. Mm-hmm. That's part of mm-hmm. as part of our lives. We're constantly that's why in relationship with people, we learn about ourselves. I think it's more of how, our intention 
right? Mm-hmm. What the intention is yeah. when we interact with each other, when um, when I'm going, let's say I'm taking a course to learn more about myself, what's mm-hmm. the intention of it? I think once that changes or that becomes more of like, oh, I just want to this to be part of who I am, then there is less of um, fatigue that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And it's more of, you know, this is just part of life is now instead of, you know, my what the way I used to hang out with friends is not the same anymore. We're having like conversations like this. Yeah. That right. are meaningful. Right. We're building each other up. We're we're pointing out like what you know, talking about dreams, what I want to do. So that becomes different, right? That's ex- more exciting mm-hmm. rather than looking at it from oh, I need to look at places where I have blind spots. What are my triggers? That's great, and I think having a a created space for that, like whether you do that with a therapist, yes, that's mm-hmm. different. But when it comes to just everyday life. That's going to be part of us. Self-awareness is going to be mm. part of us. And you're constantly building that self-awareness muscle by simply existing. And, yeah. you know, so yeah. I think one of that is just the perspective of it and is not putting too much pressure on on self-awareness like that. In that yeah, way. that's good. Yeah. I mean, what comes to mind for me is I think it is correct. I mentioned this before. I think it's courageous work. It's vulnerable. And, um, for me, I, I'm an extrovert and I, I, I'm a verbal (laughs) processor. I feel like sometimes I figure out what I'm thinking as I'm saying it, Mm -hmm. which can be scary (laughs) for you or for other people. Everyone. Yeah. Right. Let's just be clear. Um, but as part of my journey in becoming self-aware is knowing I, I need to invite people into that process with me Yeah, because me just personally, I need, I need that. You know, I do, I do journal. I have, I'm in my head a lot and I, it's part of what's helpful is to get it out. So there's some feedback. Mm-hmm. It's important to determine who those people can be that are safe, that can, that are willing to take that journey with you Yeah, to ask the question. Cause I, I often I need to be interrupted and my life needs to be interrupted by, uh, with my own narrative. Yeah. That's part of self-awareness for me is being able to interrupt maybe the story I've been telling myself mm-hmm. and inviting people, trusted people in, to that process with me to ask a question, why, what do you think's underneath that? That's how you're feeling. Can you pull that thread? What's underneath? Because even though I know the question to ask myself, if I don't want to answer it, I'm not going to ask it. Yeah. (laughs) So having a person in real time who's like, hold on just a second. I think that's important. Let's stop. Sit with that. What is, what's underneath that? And so, yeah, as I've gotten older, I feel like like you mentioned, Marcella, the, the types of conversations mm. that, that I'm having with people around me, I want them to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. I want them to count. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean, I mean, I love laughter. I want to have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's part of that for yeah. me. But I want I want to to leave the conversation with something to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether it's uh, about myself or about the world or about the other person, um, an idea. So for me, I think it, it required inviting trusted companions mm-hmm. into that place to have a feedback loop because yeah. I, I need that. Yeah. yeah. How do you know who's a, a trusted companion? I mean, right now I just feel like, you know, people are losing relationships, mm-hmm. right. they're running yeah. away from relationships. Oh, yeah. And, and sometimes you have to ask your, yourself the question. I know I've had to ask this over the course of the year. Who can I be all in with? Who do I need to maybe take a step back Mm. from for a season? Who can I trust with kind of these vulnerable places or helping me to become self-aware? So how do you know who to invite into that circle? I think, I think for, for me, it's, so I think it's also just the, the approach first is if you're somebody that has, have lost like people's trust or mm-hmm. it's harder to just kind of jump in right and be totally. like hey yeah. we're yep. let's share each other's stories and yeah. challenge each other i think that there's something something that i've noticed and this is i think a whole new topic about you know friends and mm. who because in life we only three people max is how mm. many people that we can actually have that with what you're talking yeah. about Connie, mm. which is so interesting yeah yeah and I, I think to get there, if you think about relationships, it's, um, it's interactive, 
right? They're not one-sided. Mm-hmm. Right. So to be able to get that type of feedback that you're talking about, Connie, is sometimes there is conflict. And if you can get through conflict, right, mm-hmm. you're able to be like, oh, okay, we, we get over this hurdle. Mm-hmm. I think there are friends that we have where we're like, I can talk to you about this. Right. I can't talk to you about everything, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I'm going to share everything that I did yeah. that may not be good because I, I I don't want you to see me in a certain way, yeah. right? Right. right. There are people like that. So I think it's it's really relationships are complicated because mm-hmm. people are complicated. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not complicated, Marcella. Self awareness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. Was good. I'm very was I'm good. very complicated. <laughs> For all of you who are listening, I am complicated in the best possible way. <laughs> but yeah, so it, I think it's it's um it's part of going and you thinking about also self awareness is like I saw this post that talked about like you know, be aware of your nervous system around people, right? Mm. Like, I, I thought wow. that was such a great... Yeah, so like, if you're getting the panic poops, <laughs> know what's oh, going man. on. We've all been there. Some of us <laughs> don't want to say it, but we've all... It's we've courageous. All, that nervous that, stomach, yep. you know. Yeah. I'll just speak for myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. solidarity. I've been there. Yeah, so be aware, being aware of your <laughs> nervous system like and how, how you yeah, respond. Yeah, how you respond. And that's a really big part of self-awareness is recognizing how you feel around people. Mm, yeah. Right? Because yeah. there are people, you know, you meet people that are constantly taking, right? Mm. You can you know those people who are mm-hmm. like, okay, you're just here to just take from me. You're, mm. not, you're not giving. It's not mm. reciprocated. Just recognizing how like, oh, like you were talking about after this conversation, I feel uplifted i feel challenged i feel encouraged and it may not even be like a like a great conversation that you're having but you Mm -hmm. just end the conversation feeling like you've learned and thinking about our world right now and the types of conversations that are happening Mm -hmm. you know um if you can have tough conversations and still feel empowered and uplifted i think that's a great sign that maybe that's the person that you can trust and be um able to like have you know those conversations with yeah that's really good yeah that is good mm-hmm. thanks for that and I, and i think it is too it doesn't mean that what we're talking the difference here is like we're talking about people that you would have in your inner circle it doesn't mean that you that you can't have tough conversations with other people but there's a, there's a different level of intimacy yeah. Yeah. is what yeah. we're what we're talking yeah, about yeah. here yeah a deeper level of sharing and trust and reciprocity i think you know Mm -hmm. there's mutually beneficial relationship or mutually Mm -hmm. beneficial friendship Mm -hmm. is more of of what we're saying because you'll have to have hard conversations with a lot of people who you will not who you will not say it's in your inner circle right yeah yeah i can't remember where i read it but um i read something about friendships in containers that made me something you said made me think about that where you know, we have friends that we go to for different things and maybe there's friends that are in the container of work or the container of your job. And then I think in seasons of your life where your container changes, maybe you mm-hmm. move to a different place. You know, what, what friendships can live in multiple containers. Mm. And so I think when I think about people you trust, I, again, my brain, I just pick, I picture things, but I picture like a Tupperware, <laughs> like a big Tupperware with lots of spaces in it, lots of different containers where we can hop in and out of lots of mm. conversations or lots of topics. And it still lives within a safe container of friendship for yeah. other people. I still value them, but we're only going to talk about certain things because yeah. we haven't, maybe it won't ever expand and that's yeah. okay. Maybe it will expand and that takes yeah. time, but who are the people, the trusted people who have maybe journeyed with you, lived with you, gone through challenging seasons or there's just a kinderness and your hearts are connected quickly yeah. and you just know like okay yeah. this is someone that is meant to be in my life and, and to help me in, in this process of growth yeah but who who are the people that fill multiple containers maybe that's the kind of person you'd want yeah. to like invite into these vulnerable spots yeah that, that's really good As, as you guys were, were talking, like I was just thinking about just how like as as believers, like Jesus followers, um, to be specific about what we believe is 
we are called to love people who maybe aren't self-aware mm-hmm. and don't even recognize that they aren't self-aware. So I'm wondering, like, how can we or how do you all love people who maybe aren't self-aware or aren't at the same place mm-hmm. on the self-awareness journey? Or even how do you have conversations, productive conversations mm-hmm. with someone who isn't self-aware or isn't even on the self-awareness journey? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I use, I mean, boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries, I think that's, I think it's one thing to, I think when you're sort of self-aware, you recognize things about yourself Mm. and then you also have grace for other people. That's good. Right? So I think for me, it's, it's, you know, when I, earlier in my life, I would think that, oh, loving people is just like letting people, you know, in and doing whatever when it was like, and I learned that actually boundaries are a great way to show love, mm. right? It's yeah. Yeah. Um, because if somebody, let's take time, for instance, right? And um, I value my time and there are times that I need me time because I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. right? And you have friends that are consistently coming into that space, mm-hmm. right? I know I care for them and I want to spend time with them, but because I know I need that time. I just have to set the boundary. Yeah. Like, this is my time. If you, if you want to hang out, if you want to call, this is the time to do that. And for a while, mm-hmm. I would think that that's mean. Like, I'm yeah. being mean to them. Yeah. Like, I'm just pushing them away. Yeah. But no, I'm actually, because I'm doing that at the expense of myself. Yeah. Right? So when, you, when you're going on this self-awareness journey, you're getting to know more about you, what you need. Right. You're not taking that for granted because when I'm at my best for me, I can be at my best with other people. Oh, that's that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. um, Boundaries are the thing that I, you know, I go to. Yeah. Let's Mm. go ahead and hashtag put that on repeat. (laughs) When you are at your best for yourself, you can be your best for everyone else. And and that that grace is so important. I think a lot of us right now are and this is not a good thing, operating on limited grace yeah. for people. I'll speak for myself. I don't, sometimes it is hard for me it to show hard. people who I think should know better yeah. Yeah. grace. Um, but it's not for me to determine who I give grace yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grace was given to me. It's, it's yeah. So I must extend grace to other people. So thanks for bringing that up as well, mm-hmm. Marcella. Yeah, what comes to mind for me, I think, is just once once we become self-aware or we're, we start the practice, hopefully it's a practice and it's a continual mm, practice in mm-hmm, our lives. Good point. That it's not like, oh, I did it one time and I'm self-aware. Yeah. Like, this is something we <laughs> we live into and we practice. And, we, and so in that, we model it. And so I think if yeah. there's someone who hasn't learned or even knows how to begin this journey, we just live it. Like in, in the way we talk, in the way we communicate, in the way we ask them questions, maybe, maybe we get to be the person who could ask that disruptive question Yeah, they might hate us for it, but what's under, why do you, why do you think he reacted that way? Like what, what's that about? Because I, everyone has to start somewhere, right? You just have to start this journey. And, um, and I think if, if we have this gift that we benefit from and other people benefit from it as well. All our relationships are affected when we become self-aware that maybe we're, we're that interruption that needed interruption mm-hmm. in other people's lives to ask that question so they can begin the journey too. I mean, I think when you just modeling, I think is maybe how yeah. people like go, Oh, what's that? That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought about that. Yeah. I, so you, you asked, I really like what you said, Connie, because yeah. you asked about how do you have conversations? Yes. So that's, that's difficult, right? <laughs> 100%. I mean, it's really difficult to have conversations with people that are really aware. And I think when, when we think of grace and we think of self-awareness, when it comes to conversation, um, and this is just a question that I'm throwing out there, yeah. is that at what point do you draw, like, you draw the mm. line, mm. right? I think there's sort of this assumption that because I'm self-aware, like I'm going to show grace that, 
anything that anybody says, you know, is okay. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's a point where you got to draw the line. So I'm mm-hmm. just curious, like, for both of you, how, where do you draw the line? Mm. That's good. It's really good. I just draw all sorts of lines. <laughs> people are not allowed to say yeah. anything to me. I'm kidding. People, I'm sure people are listening like that. Ashley, she is terrible. <laughs> is so mean i can be it's another part of my self-awareness but i think for me like i i've been just intrigued lately by how jesus had conversations with people Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know jesus was always kind but he let them know Mm -hmm. like he he let people know when they crossed the line or when they were being a little bit too extra, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I always uh, seem to bring up like when Jesus told Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Mm-hmm. And I often think like, oh, wow, like <laughs> that was harsh, Jesus. I'm sure Peter's feelings were hurt. Like mm-hmm. you're calling me Satan. <laughs> I'm not saying for you to call your friend Satan. <laughs> That's probably not good. But if they're acting out of character, you know, I think there's something about having a relationship and a trust with someone enough Mm -hmm. to be able to let them know that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I if I don't have a relationship with someone enough to where I can let them know Mm -hmm. what I see and vice versa, then I have to think about, again, going back to boundaries what does that relationship need to look like for me right. in this season? Because mm-hmm. something has mm-hmm. to change. It doesn't mean that I need to stop loving them mm-hmm. or caring for them because we are commanded mm-hmm. to love and to care for people. But what that love and care may look like in this season may be a little bit different than what it looked like before. Mm-hmm. And I think quite honestly, that's something that I'm still trying to figure out. Like, what does that look like? What does that need to look like in order for me to be healthy and fulfill the call that God has placed on my life in this season? Mm. Now, I don't know that that answers the question, but it's just like, Oh, I'm, I'm thinking through this and trying to figure that out. That's a great question, Marcella. I'm, my, where my mind's going is I'm I'm working on um, another unit for the curriculum for friend, volume four of Frenzy right now. And the title is Communicate to Connect. Mm. And sort of wh- where I've landed with these phrases is that we, we would speak clearly, we would listen closely, and that we'd ask questions for understanding. And just even as I like have dug into this topic, what what's come up for me is the importance of face-to-face interaction. We live in such a digital world. And even right now in these moments, I mean, we can commute, we're communicating all the time. We're we're Mm -hmm. either sending or receiving messages all the time, but as it relates to um, the work of self-awareness or things that, you know, we're talking about what do we value? We value relationship and we're not just talking about a grocery list or talking about the weather. Mm -hmm. We're talking about something significant Mm -hmm. that we would be self-aware enough to, to hold that, conversation to be in person because there's Mm. so much that you experience with someone when you see how they're how something's landing when you ask Mm -hmm. a question and you're reading their body language and one of the other ones we'll talk I'm sure you'll you'll cover in weeks to come is social awareness you know Mm. which is connected to this self-awareness but I think as related to your conversation your question about boundaries I think when you're having a conversation with someone in person and and you're, you're reading them, hopefully you're paying attention to your own body, mm-hmm. then you kind of maybe, ho- hopefully you know your boundary. Like, mm-hmm. where's my limit? If, if I start to feel, you know, if, if I start to get hot and yeah. frustrated and defensive, like this is, t- this is not helpful. Cause mm-hmm. actually if we're at that point, we're not communicating to connect. Yeah. 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 And so, and even if it means like you just make, you only make an inch in your relationship and it feels like it didn't go f- far, but it went forward mm-hmm. <laughs> just that we wouldn't go backwards yeah. that yeah. even if we disagree I think you can disagree mm-hmm. with someone and still move forward and have a connection so how do we communicate to connect like mm-hmm. we're, where we think about what we're saying we listen closely to what someone else is saying to us and then when we don't understand we ask questions so mm-hmm. that we can come we don't walk away with two different narratives mm-hmm. I think that's what we see that's what I see in the world mm-hmm. is there's like two hugely different narratives at work and they're connected but we're not there's 
we're not listening and there's not, mm -hmm. we're not connecting. Mm -hmm. Good. No, that is really good. And, and learning how to ask good questions, you mm -hmm. know, and which is key to, to listening when you're, yeah. when you're doing all of these things to connect, you can learn how to ask a good question yes. that keeps the door open. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, that keeps the door open for further connection. Even if that, even if at that moment, someone's not ready to answer the question mm -hmm. or someone's not ready to receive something that you have to give. I, I think we have to know when to, when to speak and when to listen. Yeah. And I think a lot of us right now are doing a whole lot of speaking you know, it's like, let's just tell, I want to tell you my thoughts. I want to tell you my yeah. opinions yeah. and yeah. I want you to receive them. Yeah. Um, right. Whereas right. like, uh, we don't actually need to like, there are some things I don't need to share yeah. yet. Um, there's some things Forever. that we don't need to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. maybe yes. that person isn't ready for that conversation. And I just need to accept them where they're at, or maybe they're not ready to, we have the conversation. I can see that they're intrigued, but I can't force them to grow or yeah. go any yeah, deeper right. than where they're ready to go. And something that I love about Jesus is when he was having conversations with people, he would allow them to walk away if they needed to walk away. Yeah. I think, I think about cool. like, you know, when he was having a conversation with the rich young ruler and he was telling him like the rich young ruler was asking questions, you know, what do I need to do? And he was like, okay, go sell all your stuff and do these things. And, and the rich young ruler couldn't do it. He walked away. Mm -hmm. Jesus let him walk away. Right. It does say that Jesus looked at him and loved him as he <laughs> walked away, but Jesus let him walk away now we don't know if the rich young ruler eventually came back he might have yeah. but sometimes people need that space to be yeah. able to become more self-aware yeah. to learn and grow and to do the work that they need to do and we can't always well we can never change anybody's hearts mm -hmm. you know right. we can't we can't change their hearts or change their minds and i think that a lot of the time a lot of the time that's what we try to do when we have conversations yes. with people yeah we want to control and it outcome. goes it goes yeah. bad yeah. and then because of our lack of self-awareness we can't even see that it's going bad because we're being so dogmatic <laughs> right. about our point exactly. that it's exactly. like this is crumbling exactly. this needs to end mm -hmm. right now yeah it's crazy yeah that's good ash it's yeah, nuts, nuts. But this is like, so how do we get, let's take it practical. If there's one thing, Marcella, you said this earlier, which is really good to practice self-awareness is to just write down your values. What do you value? What's another way that people who are listening could practically practice becoming more self-aware if they felt like they wanted to do that right now? Yeah, I always go back to questions yeah. um, and being curious. And I think an, a good question to ask is, what is important to you? Mm -hmm. Right. So and that can change from season to season, yeah. time to time. Yeah. If I were to ask uh, right now myself, like what is important to me? It's, you know, it's connecting with family. It's making sure I'm, you know, present in the relationships mm -hmm. that I need, I want to be in. And that will then sort of drive how I'm feeling. So if I'm with somebody who I'm not trying to build relationships with, then I know that's informing me that, you know, this is probably a relationship I need to put to the side. But asking myself, asking yourself what is important to you, um, it'll start pulling out things that, like, if it's relationships, mm -hmm. I can ask, you can go deeper. Why are they important to me right now? Because yeah. they give, you know, they make me feel safe. I feel connected. I feel um, supported. And it starts pulling out different things that are important to me and things that I value. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's really good. Honey, what about what about you? What do you recommend? I think asking what I, what I do is asking myself, like, why did I respond that way? Mm. Like, you know, when something doesn't go well. <laughs> And it's, it's playing on repeat in my mind instead of thinking, because often what can happen is I'll be like, well, why did they do that? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm pointing the finger, yeah. yeah, but I can't control that. And I don't, I won't necessarily, I might not ever know, but what I can get to a place of knowing in myself is why did I respond that way? Yeah. What did that touch on? And because if I don't like the outcome, I want to change that. 
and it might not yeah. happen overnight and I, it mm-hmm. might take me a while to get there. And maybe that's one of those points where maybe I need to invite someone in to help me yeah. get there. But uh, yeah, asking like, why did I, why did that's, I do that? That's a, that's a really Why good did one. I say yeah. that? Why did I respond that way? Because I might not be okay. So, you know, and just getting the place saying like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm not dealing with mm. my stress. Well, maybe mm-hmm. I'm sad. Maybe yeah. I'm angry. I've, like, I've, yeah, I've done that yeah. too. And the conclusion was like, I just like control. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it, it really, that yeah. question's really a really good question. Cause there's a point where I was like, I didn't think I was that much of a control person. Mm. But then you're like, Oh, why am I trying to control this outcome? What is it like? Right. What is it doing for me? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the, both of those are really good. And Connie, that, that reminds me of what you just said, reminds me of something that Marcella said earlier about even paying attention to physical responses yes. in situations. Cause there could be like, not just, not just a physical response, but also like, maybe you did clap mm-hmm. back at somebody. Maybe you did snap on somebody yeah, for right. just a little thing. And you're like, well, wait, what happened there? But really paying attention to those moments and I do want to say sometimes when they happen maybe you don't have time to stop and process it or analyze it but do you make mental note of -hmm. that and maybe um, I'm a journaler so Mm -hmm. I think as as introverts we kind of have this proclivity to reflecting on every aspect of our life and our day, which can become dangerous. It can can become very dangerous. But something that I, I really like to do is, is journal. And if I make a, as I'm reflecting on my day, if I make a mental note of something that, that made me feel kind of weird for some reason, or I did kind of get, uh, you know, sassy for lack of a better word I don't even like the word sassy I don't know why I said it but but if you get angry at someone yeah. in in a moment um making a note of that and really kind of leaning into what happened there what happened there and and also if there's if there's someone you need to apologize to yes. yeah for that or mm-hmm. you know repent of that being willing to like say yeah, yeah I need to tomorrow I need a call or text, or maybe grab coffee with that person right. and just apologize right. for that. Yeah. Uh, that also yeah. opens the door to, to other true. things. I want to add this too, is like, I think sometimes it is, it is like a, a deeper emotion and sometimes it's just simple. Like, yeah. like last night I had to apologize to my family because I was in a tear. I just was like, <laughs> And I stopped. I was like, what is wrong with me? You know? Yeah. And like, and everyone's looking at me like, when are you going to ask that question? Mom? Like, <laughs> not we, we were wondering. And this is what happened. <laughs> I didn't eat lunch. I was hungry. I was hangry. And it was like, oh, I need to take care. I mean, it was a busy day. Uh-huh. And it, so, I mean, sometimes it can be, maybe usually it is maybe a, a deep seated thing, but sometimes it's like, it's important to just do the basics. Like it's yeah. important to eat a meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and take mean, care of yourself. So much it affects us. important. Like we were talking about self-awareness from like right. a, a deeper mm-hmm. point of view, but some of like just that can change mood, can change yeah. conversations, yeah. can change. Um, and then there's also times when you're, you're talking about like, yes, you want to rebuild relationships mm-hmm. when they're broken, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's sometimes too where like anger has purpose right? yeah mm-hmm. yep and um but you have to be aware like it comes back that's to, right you got to be aware of that right. when that is right yeah and i think that when i was talking about this idea of like taking pressure off thinking like how self-awareness is just you know this constant thing i'm sitting down and reflecting which all of that is good but because mm. like you said it's something that we're continuing to do it's just part of who we are. We mm-hmm. want to be people that are consistently self-reflecting because we're constantly learning about ourselves. We're not arriving at a place where mm. I now fully know myself. I would love to talk to somebody that does <laughs> yeah. know fully know right. myself. Hello. I why not self-aware <laughs> if they think they've arrived. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just, just this. I think it goes back to intent. Like, yeah. what do you, what do yeah. you wanting to do what is this for and that way it takes away this 
a lot of work because I'm just listening to what we're saying and yeah. maybe for somebody who wants to start That's right. it might feel overwhelming like right. wow right. yeah I have to do all that stuff to you know the self-aware that's why I like your example of yeah. like yeah we just didn't eat lunch yeah <laughs> Start and simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I know for, it's good that you bring that up because it is a key part of like becoming more self-aware and paying attention to physical responses of your body or your emotions and acknowledging those things. I mean, meeting felt needs is essential. Like yeah. if you're not eating, mm-hmm. if you're not sleeping, right. exactly. <laughs> if you're doing all these things, you're going to be like walking through life Right. Not in a good place. It's It's going to be very hard. So I think that is a a good component of just those little things. Just paying attention to your daily habits or lack thereof Mm -hmm. to just be a healthy person. And really what it comes down to is, as you said, Marcella, is we're not talking about just this one and done type thing of like, yeah, one day you wake up and you're more self-aware. Yeah, um, It is. We wish that it was <laughs> like that. That would be a lot easier. But it is this ongoing journey. We're talking about the habit of cultivating social awareness right. yeah. that leads to growth in ourselves growth in our relationships and ultimately as we'll get into on later episodes as connie mentioned growth in our communities as Mm -hmm. we are now able to see things that make us socially aware so i just really want to thank you guys for joining us i could talk to you for a couple more hours i definitely want to have you on again but we're running out of time but thank you for coming by today yeah you guys are awesome and thank you guys for listening in we want to invite you to some homework this week and your homework is as marcella mentioned earlier to just think through what you value identifying those things will help you become more aware so that's your homework for this week make some space and some time to really intentionally think about what you value and continue to join us here at the talk we will be launching podcasts every friday and you could find those podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast you can get more information about joy of it at joyofit.org and learn more about frenzy where we develop sel curriculum at frenzy.co it's been a pleasure to be with you and we'll see you next time